What's up, guys, and welcome to our podcast, where we get together and catch up with one another's lives. We share stories, theological thoughts, random advice, and most importantly, time together. So, join us in our random idea, thought vomit, nonsensical, no direction journey down the road. Alex, how's your week been? <laughs> um, pretty good. Not too bad. Um, I've been here and there everywhere, you know, just still looking at the same things I've been looking at, you know, trying to get a car, trying to sing, trying to do all these things. And there's yeah. some new things, you know, going on and I'm distracted in new ways. And then like work is kind of interesting now because I'm starting to take on um cases at work uh with my job so that's kind of scary in some ways i've recently been on um some cases and i was kind of supposed to take lead on them it didn't end up that way because i kind of like i don't know but also it's i don't think it's that i can't do it but also when someone's like watching me like another like coworker of mine, it kind of makes me feel weird. Oh, so, yeah. um, makes me feel like they're you know they're the professional, they're the one that knows what they're doing, you know. So I need to take their advice or like go by like what they're saying. So, like if I try to do my own thing, I don't know. Like if I get corrected at all, I'm just like, you take you got it, you got it. <laughs> like you know, I just kind of like let them have the reins. I'm just like I really, you know. And I don't know. I've had some, you know, small successes, though. Uh, actually, today at work, I got um, kind of praised for some paperwork that I have worked on. So that's kind of nice, I guess. So we know I can do at least one thing that I'm supposed to do for the job. So that's mm-hmm. kind of um, nice. But, yeah, uh, not too bad. Some things um, are kind of questionable right now. Um and whatnot, which I could, I'm not trying to really dive deep into that right now, but I could talk to you more about it later or something at some sure. point, but yeah, sounds good. But um, yeah, so I'm doing all right. Not too bad. I, um, for me, I, yeah, nothing's really, really all that new. Uh, I did have a kind of a funny story, uh, come over this last, um, week actually on Friday. So, uh, I've been working for 10 hour shifts, so I get Fridays off, which is nice. And it is nice. I, I really appreciate the long weekends. It's nice. Cause actually, um, Fridays I've got the apartment to myself and I, um, just, I can stream, I can do whatever I'd like. Uh, really. I mean, I, I do, um, I do vacuum clean up and do all that stuff, but really it's kind of on my own time and stuff. And I just, I don't know. I enjoy just kind of taking it easy. Um, but this last week I, so small kind of disclaimer, I'm not going to say what it is on recording just on the small chance that my wife listens to this, but what I'm planning on doing is taking, so I I've mentioned in a previous episode, we've been part of uh, financial peace university. Now, as part of that, we have budgeted every single amount, every single dollar that we get, 
Um, and it, it goes someplace, whether it be towards, towards rent, uh, just miscellaneous restaurants. Um, and then there's a category called fun money and that's literally just money set aside for me to spend on whatever I'd like. Yeah. Um, but I only get a set amount per month. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, what I decided to do was I'm going to take some money out of that and withdraw it and then stash mm-hmm. it away. And what I'm going to do is save up. And it's probably going to take a while and get her a, a gift of, and, and just something that I know that she would, she'd probably like. Um, but anyway, so also I'm going to, um, oh, well, so I, I, sorry, I lost track of it for a little bit. The reason I was saying that is because what I was going to do was I was going to go and, um, and cash in uh, some change that I had and I was going to take some money from my wall or my card from my wallet and make a withdrawal. Well, I forgot my wallet at my work. So I was driving there and my dad called me and asked if I wanted to come over for breakfast and it's a yeah. Friday. I got nothing going on. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll come over. I do have a Walmart pickup. Uh, but you know, we'll just, yeah, <clears throat> just an hour. I got an hour to kill. I'll come do that. <laughs> Well, I got there and we ate and it was really good food. It was good food. My dad made uh, some breakfast burritos because he knows I really like those. And um, Mm -hmm. then he asked if I wanted to go and change out our trail cameras on the property that we hunt. And (laughs) we had gotten out into the field and we realized that the ground isn't really all that great. We should probably turn around. So my dad turned around and then just sank like mud was up to the frame. We were buried in a cornfield. And, oh, wow. uh, so we're like, Oh, well, we can't get out. Um, well, what do we do? <laughs> uh, we didn't have another vehicle. Um, I have a car, so that's not going to work. Um, but my mom has a SUV and we're like, all right, well, if we can get a ride home, we can get the car, go up and get that other vehicle and pull it in to the point where there's still some gravel. So we have traction and then pull it out from there. But we had to string together like three different tow ropes and stuff is kind of a process. But what was funny was first off the amount of time that took because, because meanwhile I also had a Walmart pickup. So we went and got that for me. So I didn't miss that time. So what turned into, Hey, come over for 45 minutes, have some breakfast before your Walmart pickup turned into a five hour ordeal. Um, But what was the funniest thing I think about it, and I could not stop laughing, was because my grandma, my dad called my grandma because we needed a ride back to our house. And so she came and got us and stuff. And but we're we're in a cornfield, so we're in back roads and and she didn't know where she was going. Um, (laughs) But we have one of those tracker apps. Um, life 360 is the one we've got. It just kind of shows everybody's location. It's basically find your friends, but with extra details anyway. And, um, so she, we were watching her on that and she's, she knows where she's going, but there's a turn before where we get to and we see her stop there <laughs> and we're like, no, that's not where we're, that's not where we are. No. And we're, we like called her and we're like guiding her. And she's like, I, I just don't know where I'm going. Um, you know, she's like, I, I didn't know if I would turn here. She's not really listening. My dad's like, no, 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 you just keep coming down. And he's getting a little frustrated. Mm-hmm. He's like, you just keep coming down the road. It's it, where you'll see us. And she's like, oh, okay, well, and the entire time, 
her there's just this alert system going off in her car just ding ding oh god ding, ding and she's like i don't know i don't know where i'm going and it just sounds like chaos but the thing is the beeping is is drowning her out so you just hear in the background just <laughs> you just hear this just this ding ding right in your ear but then you just you just hear i don't know i don't know where i'm going I, you know i didn't <laughs> oh god but then finally my dad my dad was a little frustrated and he's just like what is that beeping sound what is going on right now <laughs> and he like basically yells at her and then clear as day her yelling basically she's like i don't have my seat belt on we're <laughs> 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 just like grandma <laughs> but she she found us we were able to you know and move on like she she didn't really even get lost or anything and she's not incompetent it was just this it just if there was el if there's ever a senior moment i feel like that would be, that would be it just like what is going on right now i don't have my seat belt on <laughs> but now she 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 found us and we we got back and we got our um got the other thing pulled it right out no issues um a lot of mud but no issues and i was able to get back and yeah Ooh, other than that, we uh, we got our bathroom remodeled recently. Oh, that's and that's nice. really nice. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Nothing really going on here. But that was that was just kind of my story because I thought that was funny. Um, just my grandma. That's a pretty good story, man. She's, um, she's silly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty great. But but um, and actually, I'll just I'll share it now. But um. Another story that, that made me think of is um, <laughs> a while back, um, I was driving my dad's truck and not this one because this is like brand new. So it's kind yeah. of funny because he hasn't even had it two weeks and then he buried it in mud. Um, but anyway, so Oof. I had one of his old trucks because he, he, he gets new trucks fairly often now that I'm thinking about it. But um, one of his old new trucks. I was with my wife when we were still dating and we were pulling out of Walmart and I, I pulled out and I go onto the main road and I look back and I don't see anybody. So I go, but somebody behind me just smacks me and I'm, I'm driving. And I'm like, I go forward and I'm like, what was that? And I turn around and I see a vehicle. I'm like, oh crap. So we pull over. I got out and I look over, I look at the person's car, the front end, and they're, they're stressed out, but they're looking. And, uh, I don't see any dents, no paint on my end. And I look at theirs and I see nothing. And they're like, you see any damage? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, what should we do? And I'm like, oh, there's no damage. See ya. Have a good day. And we just left. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, lucky, nothing. lucky for him, dude. Cause yeah, I know. It, nothing happened, but it was just like this kind of funny moment because I never told my dad about that. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> but I mean, there's no uh, damage. There's no. That's like why yeah, tell it. You know, it's like it's like whatever. It's not eventful. You could have told him nothing for happened. Fun, I guess. Yeah, I probably will someday. You, you could do it like to torture him at the time. You'd be like, well, Dad, um, bad I news. I got freaking yeeted. Oh. Speaking <laughs> of car accidents, um. So my, my in-laws live up, well, I think, yeah, wait, have you been there? Yeah, I believe so. I think you, wait, maybe, I don't know, whatever, whatever. Anyway, um, 
they live up on top of a hill and then down their driveway is a, a road but it's a sharp turn mm -hmm. so like you're coming straight and it goes sharp left over railroad tracks and sharp right and keeps going the same direction so it's like this like zigzag really quick in the past they have had many people not know that there's a turn there uh one person was drunk one person was suicidal so they i think they knew um and then another person just didn't yeah didn't know uh so they've had multiple like where they're sitting there just enjoying their coffee and then all of a sudden they hear <laughs> <laughs> so um luckily nobody's as far as i'm aware been hurt uh i don't know you know but anyway recently um there was this younger girl i think probably 16 that i mean she must have been texting i don't know what else it, i mean apparently what else it would have been because like yeah very last second just break and it was like early morning daylight so like probably just wasn't paying attention but anyway goes into the ditch dings up the new car new car parents car just not very uh, but there's not much damage but there's still damage so she's freaking out but instead of reporting it or calling somebody who knew what they were doing they she calls this family friend or friend and this dude just shows up that just looks like some backwoods i don't even know what hooks yeah. her up floors it pulls her car out and swings it straight into a telephone post Oh my god. <laughs> Does ten times more damage. Gets out, unhooks, and just leaves. <laughs> it's like, well, shit. <laughs> he's just like, all right, guys, let's get this out of here. He's freaking needs it. He's like, well, all right. Yeah, pretty much. Just honestly. it doesn't happen, I mean, just leaves. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um but yeah, so that's that's yeah, just car accidents. And you've been in one. Oh, have I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just, uh, yeah. Interesting. That, uh, yeah. yeah, I yeeted that guy. <laughs> but he, you know, he ran a stop sign, so it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I caught his car on fire. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyway, though, um, so I don't I don't really have anything else to share. Um, so let's get into today's topic. Star Wars, Star Trek, Guardians of the Galaxy, Alien, Interstellar, The Martian, and so many more. Space is a theme in most modern storytelling. Why, though, Alex? Because it is so cool. It's so awesome, dude. Like, it's the vast unknown. We are continuing to make advancements in our discovery of spaces unknowns and even our journey towards reaching the stars. There was an article recently regarding the first orbital hotel being operational by 2027. Great advancements are being made and lofty goals are, are being made alongside that. Um, space being unknown and so large leaves a lot of room for skepticism on what exactly is out there. Uh, recently, and I don't, I guess I don't know how recently, but we just saw the first ever rendered image of a black hole. But before we look at some of the advancements and kind of news stories that interest us on the, on the things that are being made, how about we look at where we've been and what has gotten us there? So I'm going to dive back into like a history lesson to provide it for you, Alex, as a refresher and anybody who doesn't know that kind of thing. Um, but it started back at the cold war, um, 
which it was going on in the 1950s, and nuclear weapons were gr a growing threat. Tensions wa tension was high. Sorry, stuttered. Uh, events such as the construction of the Berlin Wall, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and others did not help this at all. Space exploration was another area of competition during the Cold War. On October 4th, 1957, a Soviet intercontinental ballistic missile launched Sputnik, which, by the way, is only Russian. It's Russian for traveler. Uh, but that was the first artificial satellite and man-made object to be placed into Earth's orbit. This surprised Americans, and not really in a great way. Um, America put a heavy traditional emphasis on exploration and space as the new frontier of exploration. So this sense of competition was high, especially because the Soviets being the one, were the ones who were in the lead at this point. This also showed the power of the missile capability that the Soviets had. In 1958, the next year after Sputnik's launch, launch, the U.S. followed it up by launching their own satellite, the Explorer 1. The same year, President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a public order creating the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, and then in 1959, the Soviet space program launched the Luna 2, which was the first space probe to hit the moon. The U.S. was growing with Project Mercury. Um, NASA designed a smaller capsule than that used by the Soviets, testing it with chimpanzees. March of 1961, the U.S. conducted its final test, yet Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin became the first person to orbit Earth in that year. And then in May of 1961, only two months after, uh, Alan Shepard became the first American in space, but he did not orbit. Also in May, John F. Kennedy made a public statement saying that the U.S. would land a man on the moon before the end of the decade. The next year, and I'm just, I'm just like bullet pointing the years and going on, um, but in 1962, John Glenn became, became the first American to orbit Earth. Then, in January of 1967, five years later, the U.S. and their Project Apollo was set back a bit when their spacecraft caught fire during a launch simulation, and three astronauts died. But Soviets during this time were still proceeding towards that same goal. December of 1968, Apollo 8 became, became the first manned space mission to orbit the moon. And finally, on July 16th, 1969, the U.S. put humans on the moon, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. And we know, we all know that story. Yeah. Somewhere in there. And I forgot to mention it. Uh, oh, actually maybe it was after that might've been after, I don't know when the challenger took place that, uh, kind of <laughs> failure. Um, but anyway, uh, what kind of instigated one of the main reasons I wanted to talk about this topic is that um, last episode, I mentioned that one of my professors mentioned that there was a country that launched for the moon and missed <laughs> like and they just yeeted on out there. Right. And so I'm trying to figure this out. And, and this was kind of lost, uh, launched it. But the only thing that I found that was even remotely close was that in, in 2019, the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, it's kind of India's NASA, um, lost communication with the moon lander as it was only two miles, or it was just about two miles from touching down on the south pole of the moon. 
So it was coming down and they just lost communication um, and, and didn't, couldn't find it for a while. Um, an entry on space.com reads talking about this. It was called the Vikram lander. It went silent on Friday, September 6th in 2019 while attempting a first ever landing near the moon's South pole. ISRO lost contact with Vikram when the lander was just 1.2 miles. Oh, two kilometers, not miles above the lunar surface. Later, this was found, but contact had not been restored. Um, but 2019, that, that was after the time that I was in this professor's class. So my guess is either he was full of it or, I mean, really thinking about it, if that did happen, I mean, you can't tell me that you wouldn't be trying to cover that up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, space has always kind of intrigued me. Um, not only in the sense of it's just like, there's so much unknown out there, but also just like conceptually, like think about this, right? There's, and, and we, I mentioned the, uh, the telescopes that were able to kind of render an image of a black hole, this black hole emitting light is six. Wait, no, that's the, that's the mass. Um, uh, it's, it's 55 million light years from earth. Yeah. So thinking about that, one light year is how far light travels in a year, right? So if we're looking at something that's 55 million light years away, that means we are looking at an image of something that is how it was 55 million years ago, because the light that was emitted at that point is just now reaching us. That's yeah. And thinking about that concept is like mind blowing because <laughs> I don't even know how you would understand. Like, I feel like it's not even possible to really understand the uh, premise there. Like, it's weird that like something is actively happening, but we can't see what's actively happening. Mm -hmm. We're seeing what was actively happening that long ago, forever ago. Mm -hmm. But and we perceive it as what's happening now. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just weird. weird to me because thinking about it's like well what does it look like now because if that was that long ago it's probably changed you know but how has it changed we won't know for another x amount of years it's like yeah. crazy i don't know it, it's it's just um very interesting to me and i will um try to link the article about the uh, black hole to the episode because it's just it's kind of interesting to look at just the pictures of it it's really just cool um but anyway we um you know there's that there's this there's the whole operation of spacex there's um you know the possibility of actually having an orbital hotel like for people like civilians to stay in within five well six years it's like crazy just crazy to think about and and yeah just <laughs> wow but um yeah so th that's that's where kind of the space race was um and mainly taking the narrative of the the u.s's point of view but you know just the kind of competition to get people up into space it's just crazy yeah i mean even the um like competition of flying for the first time like ever 
you know with the Wright brothers and like all the people mm-hmm. that tried to like yeah, create too. like various you know machines to try and fly and it's weird to even think about how flying works like mm-hmm. i don't have the brain for it to like really understand like how all of that works like obviously gravity is involved and then like you know I some can, other crap that i don't know but i could try to break it down for you but it, it's weird because like and this is just another little lesson for everybody physics based right i think it i think mainly it's all about like um like air density so uh, a a wing is curved in a way that underneath underneath has like the underside of the wing has less surface like area not surface area but less distance between the beginning and the end of the wing than the top of it does because it's curved up and i want to say like it's something regarding that to where like as it cuts through air because the air on top of the wing is moving quicker to catch up with the speed that it's going it actually is less dense than the air underneath so when something's more dense than something up above it kind of like keeps it afloat in a way uh, it's really weird if you ever look into that on youtube that's it's kind of crazy to think about it's kind of it's really cool how stuff works like that yeah um so did you want to just hop immediately into the information or yeah i would say so i mean we've, we've got the you know the kind of basis down um and, and i really wanted to honestly i would like to do a podcast episode about elon musk dude he's that dude is dude okay actually really quick i'm gonna look up something really quick and share it with you because i was looking i was looking into him earlier because i intended on keeping his like and adding his whole thing with uh you know uh, uh spacex I was, I was planning on doing that yeah um, as part of the episode, but in, um, this is a fun fact that I figured out. Sorry. I had something in my mouth. Um, it was in, have you ever heard of X.com? No, actually. So this, well, I don't know if I like, if I like that version of it, that, that was Wikipedia. Wikipedia kind of sucks. Uh, True, true. So let me find a, another version of it. All right. Here it is. Um, so yeah. In 1999, Elon Musk and, oh, and Kimball Musk, I'm not sure who that is, probably, obviously a a relative, but used money from their, from their original, they had another company um, and sold it. They used money from their sale of that to found X.com an online financial services and payments company An X.com acquisition the following year led to the creation of PayPal as it is known today. So he was kind of in charge of, and, and I don't know if there was like a business merger type of thing, but basically, I don't know if he, if it would be correct to say that he founded it, but he, he played a part in at least in creating PayPal, which I thought was wow. kind of neat. 
That's actually interesting because I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Um, I didn't either, and then I saw that. But. The only thing I, the only things I know about Elon Musk are wow, my audio is catching really loud for some reason. Yeah, you, you're kind of going in and out, almost like it, it tries to. It's almost like a like an Xbox mic or like probably a PS4 as well, um, where it's silent when there's no audio, but then it picks up audio and it tries to gather it, so it keeps coming in and out. Interesting. It's odd. I don't know. I'm not sure why it's doing that. Um, maybe it's because I was sitting a little bit too far away from the mic. Oh, maybe. Um, but anyways, I kind of lost track of what I was going to say. Freaking, I only really know Elon Musk is kind of like someone related to SpaceX, I guess, because mm-hmm. he's more so recently become like this iconic person just for space like i I guess at some level you know before he became like popular recently he Mm -hmm. was probably you know rich and you know had lots of money and blah 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 but like nowadays i feel like people more so know him for the the money he has but just that he implements most of that into like space research and just Mm -hmm. efforts towards space um i think i mentioned this last um episode that this man literally contacted the uh freaking where spacex is like where the headquarters for that is in texas he like contacted the freaking county officials it was like yo can i just plop a city here like he's just gonna build a whole city like it like it's nothing (laughs) like how much is that how much money do you have to have just to just to just build a city out of nowhere. Well, I can tell you right now that as of, um, hold on. Where's it at? (laughs) I saw it someplace earlier. I'm trying to see what it is. Oh, right now his, uh, as of today, his real time net worth is 166.2 billion. That is ridiculous. Like who needs to be worth that much money? Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's insane though. Elon (laughs) Musk is a really interesting guy though. Um, so it's cool to hear about, I guess. Um, you can pick up where you were going with the, uh, I don't know if you were. Oh no, I wasn't really. Uh, I you know I'm I'm pretty well done with my my side of things. You said you found some stuff. Um, I just thought I'd throw in that because I knew you were going to mention a little bit about him, and uh, I thought that was a really cool kind of fun fact. Just about yeah, his, um, his past business stuff. I'm glad you found that because I don't have too much history on Elon Musk himself. Um, yeah, and again, you have a couple. I think that sometime we should do a podcast episode just researching him because like it's cool. He's an interesting guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I've ran across um, a couple of things. I made it sort of my mission to study kind of Elon Musk's mission to Mars, which is um, pretty much projected for the year of 2025. Now he also kind of said like, oh, this is give or take. Um, so from the basic Google search, SpaceX was first um, crewed. Um, like the, fir- the first crewed mission for SpaceX is supposed to be um, in 2025. But Elon Musk, I guess, in quote, said it could be as early as 2024 if we get lucky. Um, 
other than that, if it goes not as planned, somewhere around 2026 20, is the idea. Um, so pretty much the question kind of here that you can find this, and they do have a website. Um, it's pretty easy to find. It's literally just spacex.com. <laughs> um, and from that website, you can kind of scroll down through. Like the homepage has like, like a flight test you can kind of look through uh, just for like their rockets and stuff. They have a couple, they have two different like main rockets. They have the Falcon 9, which is the more typical rocket, I think. It's more of the lightweight rocket. And then they have the Falcon Heavy, um, which is more so created for, well, up people as well, um, but like a lot more cargo and things like that. Hmm. Um, they do actually, you can see that they have like an upcoming mission actually um, that's called, actually the one right now, it's called the Star Starlink mission. Um, anyways, you can see the crew one mission from the beginning. It's like a four and a half hour like um, video that shows like the crew one mission that they had at some point. Um, then you can see information on like the different like uh, pieces to the rockets and like how much they all weigh and everything like that. Um, so <clears throat> the idea is to land on Mars. So they actually had, let me check my photos here. Um, so the question that they had on their page is why Mars? So here is why. So it's actually at an average distance of around 140 million miles. And Mars is one of the Earth's closest habitable neighbors. So Mars is about half, <clears throat> again, as far from the sun as Earth is. So it still has decent sunlight. It is a little cold, but according to Elon Musk, we can warm up the atmosphere. <laughs> Don't know exactly how that works. I heard that pretty much there's a couple of ways you can do that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a more natural way, and then there's pretty much just nuking the atmosphere. Goodness. Um, and so its atmosphere is primarily CO2 with some nitrogen and argon and a few other elements, apparently, which means that we can grow plants on Mars just by compressing the atmosphere. Gravity on Mars is about 38% of that of the Earth. So you would be able to lift heavy things and get around pretty easily compared to earth and furthermore the day the actual like day night cycle is remarkably close to that of the earth apparently hmm. um so there's actually basic information on like the diameter like size of mars apparently it's 6791 kilometers in diameter the day length is 24 hours and 37 minutes hmm. so it's literally only like half an hour's difference like in the day day-night cycle um and it's apparently 4.5 billion years old mars is so that's just some interesting information about mars so the overall premise of kind of elon musk's mission to mars is to do what they called pretty much becoming multi-planetary which there wasn't too much explanation for that, but I just assumed that that means to use the resources and uh, of other planets to kind of collaborate between planets and establish civilization elsewhere, just other than mm. earth. Um, and so 
anyways, so moving on, I guess we have information about the uh, Falcon 9, which is apparently the first orbitable, the orbitable, orbital class rocket capable of reflight. So I guess traditionally rockets at some point weren't designed for refueling mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, so actually this one was designed for re flight and i guess i think the falcon heavy which is the other spaceship uh rocket that they talk about is also designed for this um what's interesting about this is the thing is 70 meters tall or 2200 or sorry sorry 229 feet tall um and it weighs 1.2 million pounds (laughs) so it, it apparently has multiple launching and landing stages um, which all kind of go hand in hand with that re um, kind of that reflight or refueling tactic that they use. Hmm. Um, but if we're talking about the Falcon Heavy, it is actually the same height, but it's like a double wide version, so it's three point one million pounds, <laughs> like as a whole ship. I don't even know how they would measure that. I guess they would individually measure like all the like parts once they get them into a. Thing by itself they measure that one part it's probably like 200 something thousand pounds and they just put mm-hmm. it on there oh, whatever but um <clears throat> so that's kind of the premise of spacex so you know their real mission right now is the mission of mars mm-hmm. elon musk is doing some cool stuff with that he's trying to literally build a city that's kind of like centered around space like around his facility um and i think i have some other stuff I could talk about here in a little bit. But um, the thing I wanted to mention now is that there's actually several habitable planets that aren't necessarily within the Milky Way, um, you know, that are somewhat close, but there's habitable planets that we could end up on. The most, one of the more known ones is called, um, apparently called Proxima Centauri B. Um, and it is the closest terrestrial and possibly most habitable planet located somewhere around 4.22 light years away. So not as far as the black hole that they recently, that you just <laughs> talked about that they recently um, saw 55 million light years ago. But anyways, um, so it's only, you know, 4.2 million light years into the past. But anyways, you can actually go to, um, or past future, whatever it is. I don't know. But you can actually go to astronomical.fandom.com, which is, I don't really know much about this site. I just was looking at possible like habitable planets. And you can see a whole list of planets that would possibly be habitable. Um, and some of them have pictures even. For instance, this one's called Ross 128b. Interesting name. It's 11 light years away. Um, and it looks like the moon but it's kind of got like a white hue with like a reddish stone looking look to it as well. Hmm. It's weird to think about these planets, like see pictures of them. It's like this can be habitable is kind of like possibly habitable is kind of disturbing because this one kind of looks like um, death. Uh, (laughs) So this one's called uh, Gleese 876D and it's literally just like straight up red. (laughs) like it's it just looks kind of like a if you had like a i don't know like a red clay and you just 
plopped it all over the whole planet. And then you had red clouds covering the atmosphere. Hmm. Not sure how that would be habitable um, at all, but (laughs) that one is 15 light years away. Yeah. Um, Hey, have you ever seen the movie Interstellar? Actually, yeah, I have. Oh, God. I need to watch that again. It's just picturing, though. I'm just picturing, like, there was, like, some of them, you know, they, like, they, like, broke out to see what planets may be habitable. And remember how, like, some of them weren't? <laughs> and, like, they just, yeah. uh, you know, arrived there and didn't have a way back. And, Wasn't you know. there a planet? This might be a different movie. A planet they, like, landed on. It was, like, full of water. Mm-hmm. But they, they could, like, stand up in it. Yeah, dude, that was... There's, like, these massive waves. Yeah, because they were, like, they were trying to find their transponder, like, trying to... Or not trans... Whatever it was. They were trying to figure out where their missing crew member was. And um, they're, like, maybe they're over over the mountains or whatever. And they're working on stuff. And then eventually one of the guys like, wait, that's not a mountain. And it's just this huge wave just coming their yeah. way. Yeah. That was a really good movie, dude. I need to watch that again. It's, it's honestly, I think, my favorite movie. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, though. Um, just a disclaimer, guys. So if you're ever out in space, okay, and you're looking for habitable planets, you just should note that the planets that I have mentioned are almost certainly not all of the possible planets out there, but this is just a simple list of the closest ones that have been proven to exist. But also, this list contains 34 um extrasolar planets pretty much but 11 of which are likely to lie in the habitable zone of their stars so your odds of actually finding are probably low but um just saying and also you're going to need to be really well prepared because none of these none of these planets that i've seen on here look like good options just to be honest and honestly, they're probably not even within your generation of travel. Probably not yeah, even your really generation. Not. Yeah, they're they're just out there. Okay, I will say this one, which is kind of a funny name. It's called Trappist One E. Mm-hmm. This one's like forty light years away. It kind of looks like Earth. Looks like it has water and like clouds, hmm. like in the atmosphere. Um, it looks like there's green land on it, but that's like one of the only ones that actually looks remotely similar to Earth, like you might survive. I see. Hmm. Um, other than that, I did recently find, actually, more information about a black hole. Um, hmm. So, pretty much, I think, with this one, let me take a look at this real quick. So, pretty much, they're trying to figure out what would happen inside of the black hole. But what they mm. think is oh. actually black holes. They think there's new research saying that black holes are sort of a like rabbit hole to another galaxy, hmm. which sounds almost unreal. I mean, I don't even know cause I've never been in a black hole before, but you know, well, look at the lighting in your room. I'm pretty sure you're in one right now. Yeah, maybe I am. Honestly, but um, so this the new theory that they have is based upon a concept known as loop quantum gravity. It was first formulated thing. Is it not? 
You don't no, think it, so? it probably is. It just sounds made up. <laughs> Loop quantum gravity. I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> I have no clue. But anyways, it was first formulated as a way of merging standard quantum mechanics and standard general relativity in order to remedy incompatibilities between the two fields. So basically, loop quantum gravity proposes that space-time is granular or atomic in nature. It's made up of minuscule indivisible chunks about the same size as the Planck length, which roughly amounts to 10 negative 35ths meters in size. I have no clue what that means. Yeah, it's just a... It's... Um, wait a number. Uh, use exponents in order to represent super big or super small numbers anyway so these researchers apparently crunched the numbers to see what would happen inside of a black hole under the parameters of loop quantum gravity what they found was far different from what happens according to general relativity alone and there was no singularity instead just as the black hole began to squeeze tight it suddenly loosened its grip again as if a door was being opened Hmm. Hmm. so I guess the, I don't know, the, I guess what they're trying to get at there is like, what if, you know, black holes are actually, to some extent, probably going to kill you, but also like maybe you end up somewhere like in Narnia. <laughs> um, there was a, there was a video I watched a while ago about this. There was this guy who's super smart. Um, but he was talking about how theoretically, time travel would be possible in the sense that something I, I want to say that it was comparative to two objects if one thing is moving at light speed somehow things shift enough for the one that the one that's moving experiences time I think slower than the one that's yeah. here I don't know it was something like that and it didn't sound like like the type of time travel you would think of when somebody's like traveling in time you know whatever it's not like oh i'm here i want to go back it's like i don't know something similar but dude some of those like what you just said some of those concepts are just really cool to me to think about yeah they're mind-boggling though i I don't really feel like i could wrap my mind around it but (laughs) yeah i don't know some things are not for me to know (laughs) or understand i I was developed a different way I have a different. Uh, it was built different. I'm, I'm just built different, okay. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're not meant to see yeah. what's out there. I agree that I, I think that we're not meant to know everything, you know, especially. But it's just really cool to learn new stuff. <laughs> it really is, and to think of like all the possibilities. Like, imagine if some of these habitable planets, like, legit had life on them. Like yeah. What what would you encounter? Like we still find new species on Earth today of like animals and plants and things, but like, what the frick would I encounter on Jalice six thirty seven D or whatever the frick it was called? Like, I'll, I'll tell you what you'll encounter. <laughs> there's probably a good, you know. Okay. All right. Go ahead, tell me, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, probably. That's where he's at. Yeah, Sasquatches. Um, Sasquatches. Anyways, uh, (laughs) you know, I kind of doubt we're going to run into maybe 
the human defined Sasquatch, but maybe something. No, I think we would. Here's here's why because that civilization is so much more advanced that they have developed. Uh, they basically have Sasquatch Elon Musk, but they've had him years ago. So like they've already developed space travel and one of them got here, but their ship probably crashed. So one survived and that's where everybody sees he's, he's looking for his, for his survivors, man. He's, he's looking around and that's why you always get him in that freaking weird pose where he's just like, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Dude. Cause he's, he's always looking right. And, um, yeah. You know, and then then he probably died off. So now everybody's like, "Oh, we saw him. He's around, but no, he's dead." Like his other crew members. But there's a planet of Sasquatches. Sasquatch, Sasquatch. I'm just gonna call him Sasquatch. Sasquatches. Sasquatch. Saskatchewan. Sasquatch. Oh man. Sacagawea. <laughs> well you know maybe 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 you're right maybe there's a planet of i'm telling you dude sasquatch there could there. be you cannot tell me there's not a not a percentage chance of it i don't care if it's less than forever <laughs> there's a chance yeah. well frick anyways um that's all i got as far as research goes I but see. But anyway, uh, yeah, moving forward, you know, I mean, I, I would like to to cover some more topics um, like this, but I think we'll still stick to the how you been kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, some of those topics um, I think would be fun to dive into are uh, there. There's Reddit lore, you know, kind of things, different Reddit stories. And uh, there was one that freaked me out a while back. Um, and this will be more of a probably <laughs> a view at your own discretion kind of one. But um, there's one called the Russian sleep experiment. Very graphic and weird. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, OK, did this really happen? And this is a topic that's been covered by another podcast, I know. Um, but I kind of want to look into it myself and see that those kinds of things plus i just want to read that to you have you ever heard it Mm-mm. okay yeah so I, I would love to read that to you because reddit stories that are like scary stories i i love those for some reason they're, they're just fun fun to read for me but um anyway i think i think we should end with a pod decks question and what i will do is we'll we'll just have a short conversation off of that i will throw in that this is a uh you know kind of a powered by Poddex thing that I've got pre-recorded and then we'll end uh, with the little jingle that I started doing. Alrighty. But uh, anyway, this is our last topic, unless you have anything else. No, I'm pretty good. Okay. I am set. What is the worst job that you have ever had? Oh man, that's a great one. I'm just going to go ahead and say my first job. Yeah. Uh, working at a Burger King. Um, other than that, like I've had some other jobs, but like that one was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was a cook um, and I had, by the time I was done there, I had experience with like everything as far as like cooking goes at a Burger King. So like if I were, you know, at that point in time ever to, go to any other like fast food i'm sure i would have been 
just as amazing at it, at it as I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was pretty good at it. So I could run, there was a time literally where it was a holiday and it was me and a manager and I ran all three like cooking boards by myself with just the manager taking orders and like doing the fries. Hmm. Um, I why was, was that the why was that the worst one though? Because right now you're being like, yeah, man, I was awesome at it. Well, I was good at it. It was just a very stressful situation a lot of times. That also, it was hot as frick back there. Also, kind of nasty, um, in some ways. And like, not to you know trash Burger King because I'm sure this is almost common of every fast food restaurant in existence. Yeah, it's just like a lot of it's just kind of you know like not how you would picture food like you know once it's cooked and everything you know it looks better it's just like and then there's some other stories which we won't and this isn't true to every burger king just a local the one i have locally had some other issues going on that at some point in time that definitely would not pass like a health inspection kind of thing um those issues were solved throughout my time there, but like, you know, it's just like typical issues, I'm sure. But also like, it's just nasty. Like you get like a bunch of food that like, you know, like cooks would be cooking so fast, they'll drop crap on the floor to get sweeped up in with like all the other garbage and trash that's collected throughout the day. You have to take those out. And like, sometimes mm. like, you know, it's a bag that's massive and you have to like freaking try and lift the whole thing. Sometimes you make a mess on yourself with all the freaking nasty it's just a stressful job just kind of nasty um in some ways and i don't know i mean i've had other jobs that are i guess kind of nasty um but there's no i feel like the physical jobs for me like that are more physically demanding would be almost impossible in some regards for me nowadays Mm. but like I, i i can still do them i mean i worked at you know a local walmart um here for several months um and did a more physically demanding position but it was very stressful on my body um my body's kind of whack nowadays so um just kind of how it is but i would say that's probably the worst job i had but it was also my first job but i was Mm. good at it so it had its perks i guess so yeah i um for mine i i feel like i've overall been pretty fortunate with the jobs that i've landed um because for two years in high school, I worked um, basically detasseling uh, at a grain kind of company area, um, but doing the other, the reverse of that and making sure that they pollinate correctly. Uh, and then I was, I worked as a summer custodian for a school, and then I worked at a, a place where I was overseeing small groups who were detasseling. Um, I worked at a nursing home, um, but the worst one I I would say probably was Walmart personally. Um, It just was, I I felt like, and it was only a temporary job, thank God, Um, but it was in a warehouse, you know, you're expected to continue. And it was, it was the, it was the, the warehouse one. It wasn't the, you're not stocking shelves. You're not grabbing stuff from in back. You're not dealing with anybody. You're in your own area expected to keep rate 
which is where you're, I mean, you're, you're scanning the boxes, inventorying it, basically slapping a sticker on it, throwing it on a conveyor belt, and it's getting carried off throughout the store to be developed or gone elsewhere. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm very good at stickering things now <laughs> because they're on this like little, this roll and you're just going, you just pick it up with your thumb and just smack it on. And it's just like going, it's really quick, but it was just, you're constantly expected to keep that pace. You were not allowed your phone, so no music other than their stupid Walmart radio. I got some really fun stories out of it, but it was very, um, I felt like demanding and I think I only kept up with it for a month and then I was hating every day of my life <laughs> uh, that I went there. It was, I emotionally, it wasn't very good for me. Um, because then also the worst thing was you don't get your own music, like I said. So some days you would get thrown into a trailer where you're unlo unloading the trailer. Well, then you can't even hear the music that they've chosen to play. So you're completely on your own in a hot trailer, just keeping chucking stuff and expecting to, it was, I, I lost weight, which was nice, but it was horrible. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that would be pretty bogus to be honest. So. Yeah, I I was not happy there, but I only was there three months. It made me a good amount of money. I was able to save up. I was able to purchase a VR set. I don't know. I, there's there's some positives to it, and there's some fun you know stories that I've I think was fun. But yeah, as with everything in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. That, so that's my answer for the pod deck questions. Um, I'm going to roll the ad uh, that we've recorded for that. Um, just remember that these are not just for podcasts. I, th I find them to be pretty cool conversation starters. Maybe not all of them apply, but I think that they're they're good for that, too. Yeah. So um, anyway, here's the ad. This episode is powered by pod decks. Pod decks are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcasts. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code IDDTR05 for 10% off of your first order. 